Hey everybody, this is Pastor David Petty, and I'm here joined by my co-host Rush Dornish. I said Rush, Rush, Russ, Russ Dornish. I'm joined by my co-host Russ Dornish, and we are here with the Advent devotional for the second week of Advent. Uh, this week's theme, as you can see way down over there, uh, oh, it's on that side, over there is love. So this is week two, love. We've got two Advent candles lit for our second week. And this week we're going to talk about really uh, three different scriptures. The first of which is Mark 1, 1 through 9, which is where John the Baptist talks about preparing the way uh, for not just being baptized by water, but being baptized by the Holy Spirit. And then Romans 5, which talks about that God's love is poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And then we're going to talk a little bit about 1 John 4, 18, which is that tells us that perfect love casts out fear. And so this week we're talking about love. We're talking about perfect love, not just, you know, our human perceptions of love, um, but God's love for us and that perfect love and how that love is the opposite of, and even I would say the antithesis uh, of fear. And so to talk to us a little bit more about love and fear and how that relates to video games, Russ Dornish has a devotional for us. Uh, so this week, again, when I got to thinking about love and I got to think about um, the thing that we really want to talk about this this week is uh, fear and how fear drives love and how um, God is a different kind of love that the fear doesn't need to take a hold of us. Um, and, and the one game that came up to me is one of my favorites, one of David's favorites, and that's uh, The Last of Us. Um, those For those of you that don't know, The Last of Us is a story set in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, where everything's terrible, like always in most post-apocalyptic worlds. Um, but The Last of Us was really different because the story that it was able to tell um, was something that was full of heart, full of emotion. Um, just to give you a quick rundown of the story without giving away too much of the game. Mind you, the first thing I'm going to tell you is a little bit of a spoiler, but it happens in the first 10 minutes or so of the game. Um, so if you want to fast forward a little, that's fine. That's understandable. Um, but at this point, I think most people know this. Uh, and again, it does happen in the very first five minutes of the game, but the, the first part of the game is in present day and present day, you meet Joel and his daughter and right when the pandemic, the zombie apocalypse, the, whatever you want to call it, uh, outbreak happens and they are running for their lives to get out of town and to try and get away from everything that's happening. And during this, Joel loses his daughter um, in a very tragic and sad and emotional scene. And you really feel for him in that moment. And we then jump several years in the future. And now Joel is this hardened uh, bootlegger slash, you know, he, he, he just is trying to survive in the apocalypse. And the big thing that you learn very quickly about Joel since that fateful day when his daughter died was that... He is having a hard time opening up, connecting, and loving others. It's that fear of what happened to the thing that he loved the most and how he lost it. And so that fear is driving him to not open up to relationships, to not open up to people around him. He has this kind of weird relationship uh, with a girl um, that he's working with. And you kind of wonder if there's something going on with him. But you can tell that Joel is very closed off because of the events that happened to him. And because of that fear, he does not want to love somebody else and then lose them. Um, and so we, we see this story and they get tasked with the job of delivering a girl, a girl that's right around his daughter's age when she died across the country. And 
throughout this journey, Joel slowly starts peeling back and slowly starts pulling the fear back again to be able to love something. And he starts loving this, this other girl like he did his daughter. He treats her like his daughter. And as the story goes, again, he has to make a lot of different decisions that are based on that love and based on the potentials of losing that love. And those things are what drives him. It's the fear of losing what he loves that is constantly driving his motivations throughout the story. And that is very different from what God and what God provides for us when it comes to love. And that's something that we're going to discuss a little bit more. Dave, why don't you go into a little bit more of what you think with that story and then kind of tie it back into the verses that we're talking about today and love during the Advent season. Yeah, I mean, so definitely that that fear that Joel has in The Last of Us, um, you know, is is the thing that prevents him from opening up fully to love and anybody who's ever loved and lost, uh, you know, which they say it's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. But anybody who's ever experienced loss, uh, for someone they love knows that kind of fear of, you know, if I open up again and I love somebody again, I don't want to experience that kind of loss. You know, I recently talked to another pastor about this. Uh, you know, how do you, as a pastor, continue to show compassion to somebody when so often, you know, we get burned, you know, there's, there's somebody that says, Hey, you know, I need five bucks. Cause I'm, I'm really hungry. And you hand them five bucks and you walk them, you watch them walk across the street to the liquor store, or, you know, somebody says they need help with something. And then you come to find out that, that was actually a lie. Uh, you know, so how do we not have our hearts hardened by those things? Because we're afraid of the potential negative, you know, cause I, I'll tell you out of, you know, probably a hundred different people that I've been able to help out with various situations, you know, maybe five or 10 people have been dishonest, but if I completely shut down, then there's 90 people I wouldn't have been able to help. Um, and so I think for us, the question is, you know, how do we let God's love show through us and how do we show God's love to other people in a way that's not fear driven? Uh, right. You know, that that's not holding back. That's not protecting us. Um, I'm going to borrow a phrase from Brene Brown, which is uh, strong back, soft front. And she talks about, you know, the idea of having a very strong spine and having a very strong conviction and yet not letting that strength and that armor um, make you hard on the front. You know, if you're wearing a knight's armor and you're going into battle you're not going to be so nice to come give somebody a soft, gentle hug. And so Brene Brown talks about how important it is that we have a strong back, but a soft front. And I think that soft front is exactly what is being talked about in this verse of perfect love casting out fear. The other thing is from a scriptural standpoint, the word that's used there for love, there's different words for love uh, in the original Greek. And the word that's used so often for love is agape, uh, which is the type of love that a uh, in a perfect world that a parent has for a child. Uh, and that's the type of love that God has for us. And, you know, that, that type of love is not conditional. It doesn't say you have to behave a certain way for me to love you. It says, look, even though you fail, I still love you. Even though you mess up, I'm always going to care about you. And, and it's that kind of love that we see in the parable of the prodigal son, you know, for the son that goes off and gets lost and lo loses his way and squanders his inheritance. And when he comes back, the father is so overjoyed that he's willing to go way out of his way to throw a huge party. That kind of love, I think, is where um, 
you know, we can look at the difference between God's love for us and Joel's love for Ellie uh, or for his own daughter, for Sarah, and say, you know, gosh, isn't it amazing that God's love for us is so unconditional um, and it goes out there for us before we even know it. You know, that's a concept of Wesleyan uh, prevenient grace, the idea we don't have to do anything to earn it. And even before we know that it's there, it's available to us. So I think that's all I've got on the topic of love. Um, but yeah, uh, Russ, do you have anything else before you close us out? Uh, you know, it, it, it is, it, it, the, the story is a hard one to watch because I think we can all relate to that. If you really look down deep, um, and think about the idea of losing, or if you have lost somebody, you know, the fear, you know, the issues with opening back up, you know, the issues with loving once again, um, especially when something so tragic happens. And I think, looking to God and looking to the example that he gives us of, you know, just loving us no matter what and that unconditional love is extremely important. So I do hope that all of you out there in this Christmas season, this Advent season, you really think about that love and you think about the ways that you can love others just like God um, unconditionally. And we hope that you go out there and share that message with others. Um, that's going to do it for this week's Advent, uh, you know, breakdown devotional. Uh, we hope that you come back next Wednesday. Make sure you guys subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel to be notified when we post these. Or if you um, follow or subscribe to any of us on our podcasts, um, that you're able to listen to us there. We do appreciate all that. And we do ask this Advent season to share these Advent podcast devotionals, videos, um, with people that you might think might enjoy the small, quick little messages that we have for you. Um, so we do appreciate any of that and, and sharing it amongst others. And we thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll Can see I you next. Close week us out in a quick prayer. Yeah, let's let's go for a quick prayer before. All we right, go on. but before we oh my video just turned off. If you're watching online, I've been having weird issues with the video. But let me close us in a quick prayer. Okay, gracious and loving God, thank you so much for your love. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the way that John in the wilderness, prepare a way for Christ. Help us this season as we are struggling to get our own lives in order, as we are focused on the what we get out of Christmas. Uh, remind us that it's not just about the getting, but it's about the giving. Remind us that the love that you have shown to us is not just for us to hold on to, but that it's to share out with others. And help us in the light of that perfect love to cast out all of our fears that we might love wholeheartedly in the way that you have made us to love. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you guys so much. And we will see you next week with our next Advent devotional. Uh, until then, we'll talk to you guys later. God bless. God bless you guys. Bye-bye.